0: Hello, sports fans. Welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve and Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges, and we may have a rare look at Whipfield.
1: Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hey, folks. Welcome back to Episode 5 of Bold Sports. Hey, Matt's chilling out here. You he just showed up with a 12-pack of yingling. We're ready to go. We are ready. So, Matt, this week uh, we had a, uh, a tie. Oh. We both went 9-7. and seven. It didn't feel like a tie. It didn't feel like a tie. I mean, we had some different picks and things came out this way. We lost. Here's the one loss I don't mind losing on. We picked the Pats to beat the Panthers, and, well, Panthers beat the Pats. That's always a good week right that's there. That's very right? surprising. Anytime the Pats... Uh, Anytime the Pats lose is a good day. Uh, Steelers beat Baltimore. That was awesome. Uh, see, I had the Broncos. You took the Raiders. Uh, I had the Giants. You took the Bucs. The Bucs won that one. I had the Birds over top of the Chargers. Uh, you had the Chargers on that one. There's a few differences. Either way, we both ended up 9-7. and seven. For the season, Matt, you're 39-24, and 24, and I'm 38-25. and 25. All right. I'm still only one game behind. Yeah, you can catch up. We got catch up. We can do that. Okay. So, another big thing this week. How was your fantasy? I did pretty well this week. Picked up another win. Um,
0: Brady was strong. Uh, Martellus Bennett was big for me. Um, you know, I, I picked up that um, Philly kicker. Okay. Because I love a great kicker story. And uh, he, he was pretty strong for me. Um, it was You know, it's not always worthwhile to switch kickers every week,
1: but this time it paid off. Right, I have uh, my kicker, I, I have Steven Goskowski from New England. Uh, I've actually had him the last three years. And as a kicker, he's a solid like nine points a week. I right? never keep the same kicker for more than a couple weeks. I keep him all the way through. I mean, he's pretty standard. Uh, good kicker. You know, The only time I don't have him is when he's on his bye week, which bye weeks start this week. So fantasy is, uh, this is when it gets real. Yeah, it gets real real when you look at your
0: app on your phone and it says your projected points is like 73, you know? <laughs> and, and then you check your lineup and it's because you got like four guys starting and everybody else is on their bye. Or injured. Or injured. Yeah, like I th- Thankfully, I don't have any injuries to worry about yet. But, um, I mean, injuries will break you. Bye weeks, you're supposed to be able to kind of like map out it. You know, I, I sort of look at the bye week when I'm drafting. But it's stupid to pass on somebody who's a really good value just because they have, like, the same bye
1: week as someone else on your roster. Like, you'll find someone to plug in the holes. Right, and it and add drop lines and waiver wires and how all that works out. I, I, I kind of, like, really dismantled my team this week except for my core guys. And I plugged in a couple guys that are doing really hot. And I uh, got a few prospects out there that I hope it pays off. Yeah. So, so all you can do is but, hope, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm playing against you know a guy that drafted David Johnson number one, and we see where he's at right now. Yeah. So, all right, fantasy this week. I'm two and two in my league. You're two and two in your league. Same, yeah. So I mean, it's it's a long season of fantasy as well as it is in the NFL. Yeah. But uh, so we're gonna talk about some viable baseball here. What's up with that? Did you watch that Yankees game last night? I did, man. That was a hell of a game. As much as I hate the Yankees, because I'm also a Red Sox fan, um, hell of a game. Aaron Judge, you know, coming out to play. Um, Is this the first time they've made it to the postseason, other than the wild card game, since Jeter and A-Rod are both retired? I mean, A-Rod only retired, what, a year and a half ago? A-Rod doesn't even count. Right, but Jeter, I mean, Jeter was on that core forever. Mariano Rivera... (laughs) I think they said this was the first time that the Yankees are going to the playoffs without, uh, without one of those guys that was on you know, Mariano Rivera, uh, Jorge Posada, yeah. Jeter, A. Rod, any yeah. of that. You know, so this is like,
0: and it's annoying as hell because the people are talking about it like they're these like scrappy little nobodies from like you know Cinderella story out of nowhere. They're the Yankees. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and as much as much fun as it is to like you know watch Aaron Judge this year, like these are the most spoiled fans in baseball. Like, what what don't they have rolled out for them? Like every decade,
1: pretty much, there's like a credible
0: threat of the Yankees winning another
1: World Series. De- definitely, I mean, it's also the I mean the Red Sox are also very viable every year. I mean, you got the teams that have a payroll. It doesn't always pay off for them. Look at the Dodgers. We're going to have to see what the Dodgers do. If the do- this is a Dodgers World Series or bust. I mean, because if they don't win the World Series this year, I can foresee that team being dismantled. Yeah. Um. Just because – but, you know what? I think Ron Burkle, uh, he's part ownership in that. He's part ownership of the Penguins. You know, Magic Johnson's in with the Dodgers. Who knows? I mean, they got money. I mean, we'll see what happens. So, we have that. The Yankees going into Cleveland. Cleveland's got the home field advantage on that throughout the playoffs, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, for the AL. And um, – I don't know. It's it's hard to like something from Cleveland, but I'm not you know, I'm not on board with Cleveland either. I, 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 I'm not on board with Cleveland, like I said, until the Red Sox are out, then I'm 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 straight Red Sox right now. Um I kind of want to see it happen, but I don't at the same time cuz it always never it doesn't always come out in the favor of my liking to have a Yankees Red Sox ALCS. Um which would mean the Yankees would have to beat up Cleveland, the Red Sox would have to beat Houston, which Houston's no joke. Verlander down there now on that staff? Yeah. He's ridiculous. I like I like uh you know, I'm not I'm not crazy about
0: um Houston. Like I, I, oh, don't, not, I don't have any
1: reason to really like them. I don't have a reason to really like them. They were in NL forever. Our that's whole life Our it? whole lifetime they were in the N L until the last what two seasons? Right. And when they when they got switched over, like, first of all,
0: I always said that That was the solution to, like, restore the balance because the Pirates had to play in a division with six teams. And it always seemed to make sense to me for, like, matchups and geography and rivalries to move Houston to the American League West. And it finally happened, and it makes me look smart that they did that. Right. And then when they finally did move, they were so bad but they were, like, rebuilding everything. Right. And again, I said boy, I'm glad they're not in the Pirates division anymore because in a
1: couple years they're going to be good. Right, and then also uh, a lot of people are saying, why don't they just send Milwaukee back to the American League because they're the ones that moved over to the National League to begin with and made the unbalance of power and everything else. I don't know. Uh, I'd rather rather have Milwaukee in in our division than than Houston, the way they're set up right now. Right now, correct. There's a few years. I mean, the Pirates record in Miller Park is dreadful atrocious it is uh so then we have arizona did you watch any of that game tonight did you get a chance little bit i was flipping back and forth between that and the pens
0: game um seemed like again a lot of like offense in these games i mean 11-8 was i was the really final hoping, score really hoping that baseball would put the juiced balls away for the playoffs because i don't think you need a bunch of like that home run derbies. Is that Crinky was it on fire tonight and then they pulled him <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's another thing about these wild card games is the, the way they, that the, they
1: started their ace for the first like three innings and then they pulled them. The Yankees did it the other night they started ace for the first three innings, then they pulled them and go to the bullpen and work out of the bullpen. Oh, it's like a game seven, you know, when you know how managers run their
0: run their pitching staff when they got nothing, you know, nothing to look forward to if they lose. Pretty much, you know, so yeah. it's pretty much all hands on deck, and you know sometimes that can really screw you over for the season, for for the next series. You know, if you burn too many arms. That's why I think it's a bad idea to play, like, a, you know, some people talk about turning the wild card into a three-game series. I, you know I what? think that's too much. So, I think that this is uh, just, like, a nice chance to have a, one, is, a one-shot game for some teams that didn't quite, you know, earn enough during the season to win their division. Like, so I don't my, think a wild card berth
1: earns you a right to, like, a whole postseason series. So Mike, Mike Greenberg has this whole list of why he should be the uh, Major League Baseball Commissioner. And if you, I watch Mike and Mike religiously. I'm very upset that come November they're going to be no more. Their show's ending. Uh, they've been on for 18 years. Maybe they could do a podcast. Uh, they, uh, yeah, they could probably. <laughs> they have one now. I mean, whatever. Um, but he was suggesting that doing a three game series for the wild card, but holding the first game as a doubleheader at the home stadium of the team with the better record that would have the home field. So you'd have, so say it ended up being the pirates and Cubs, mm-hmm. right? Like it was two years ago and it would have been pirates and cubs. You know, you have a, a, a 1235 or one o'clock game and then you'd have a seven o'clock game. You have a double header. If you split the double, if you split the double header, you go to Chicago the next night, fly out that night, get to Chicago. You're both tired. Mm. You know, do your thing and then play the next night. I mean, but also that would require taking two games away from the regular season, so instead of 162 games, be 160. See, I I, I get that you're just talking about
0: like a hypothetical, but do you remember that Pirates Cubs wild card game?
1: Yeah. Do you want to watch two of those back to back? No, but you'd have a better chance because you couldn't throw Arietta for both games. True. So... Like, Lester doesn't mow us down either. I mean, they, the Cubs were just on fire. Yeah. There's no two of hands or butts about it. It's like when we played the Giants against Bumgarner. I mean, it, it, he was on fire. And then he hits a freaking home run in the damn game, too. To that one's add, easier in to deal with. Injury.
0: That one's easier to deal with because um, Bumgarner is still that good. Like, has actually started to crack. Yeah, has started to crack. Um, um, the Pir- even the Pirates have beaten Arietta a few times. But Bumgarner's Bumgarner, and... I mean, like, if he goes on the way he's going, it's you know. We're Wait, this is this holiday. is an odd year, right? That that Giants thing is over. Like they, that, that they, whole even they, that, that even odd thing they they blew that last year. They
1: blew that last year. Yeah. All right, and now they're really bad. Right. Uh, so then we have the Cubs playing the Nationals. Uh, like I said, Arizona won tonight. They're on to play the Dodgers. This is Dodgers. We were just talking before we got on air here. This is like their 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 do or die year. I mean, I, it's. They have to – it's World Series or Bust for them. And I, and I don't say – everybody's World Series or Bust, but these guys are really World Series or Bust. They've, they've had very early exits in the playoffs the last few years, uh, and then they had that heartbreaking loss in the NLCS uh, last year. Uh, it's got to be uh, – ultimately, TV wants L.A. and Boston, or L.A. New York, you know, to be in your World Series. Cleveland I think Cleveland would be attractive for TV. Cleveland would be attractive for TV especially with the story they had last year how they lost to the Cubs in seven games. You know, I mean Cleveland's had some very heartbreaking World Series losses. Yeah, but like like the Cavs
0: are proof that the whole sit,
1: the whole country
0: can get behind like oh yeah, a, a Cleveland story. Definitely. If if it's got like the right pieces. You know, and if they're if they're playing a team like the Dodgers that you know is like the high payroll team, like I think the Indians would kind of be the sentimental favorite. And then you have the Cubs and the Nats. Cubs and the Nats. That that I hope that's a good series. You know what? I, I is Strasburg still pitching. The Nats are another team that they gotta do something is, this year. Is Strasburg still pitching?
1: Is he still on that team? Yeah, he's
0: he's pitching. Um he he got hurt against the Pirates that last um series, which like why why even run him out there against the Pirates? Those games got, didn't mean yeah, anything. Yeah, but they have Scherzer. They have right, but I, I mean they're just They've got a lot of injury-prone stars on that team. You know, they do. I, I I would have been hard-pressed to not just run out like five AAA pitchers that last week. Yeah, just to, just to just to protect those arms because you're going to need them for the
1: Cubs. Definitely. So that's it with baseball. Uh, we'll talk next week, and you know, chances are there's going to be a uh, uh, some of these series. Are, there's five games, so, so there's chances these series are going to be over next week there's chances that there could be a game on
0: live while we're recording
1: there is that too
0: and you know just you know it's 2 a.m right now that we're recording but it's possible that a baseball game could be on at 2 a.m i've been there i've 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 just had an extra
1: inning game last year in the world series Jeez, yeah that one went forever (laughs) that was fun don't forget about that pirates braves game that went to 155 in the morning a couple years ago yeah yeah yeah. that wasn't even a playoff game but it it sure felt like it right So then we got uh, some Pitt football this week. Did you get a chance to watch any college football? I didn't watch much college football. I
0: I watched a little bit of the Irish. Um, Which the
1: Irish are rolling. They're looking good. You know, this is uh, Brian Kelly. This is his put up or shut up year. Mm. And honestly, I mean, if they would lose two games in a row, I, I could see him getting fired in between in the middle of the season. Are they still um, paying
0: Charlie Weiss, though?
1: I think they're still paying Charlie Weiss. That's really Cause, offensive. Because they,
0: wait, they to, theoretically it? pay three coaches at the same time. I mean, Yeah, because they had to pay the other guy, too. But I guess if you don't have to pay your players, you got all kinds of money.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it is Notre Dame. Come on. Um, Pitt football this week, they won 42-10 to 10 over Rice. This is where I kind of got a little upset, because Pitt was a 21-point favorite. Do you know when the last time Pitt was a 21 point favorite and covered Matt's thinking over here. He's like got this strange look on his face.
0: 21 point. I mean,
1: was it a long time ago? 5 years. 5 years, that's not so bad. Was it like Connecticut or it was somebody stupid. Some, someone it was it was it was, it, it, it was somebody stupid. It was and so I mean I lost a little money on that, not in major, but I was still upset over it. Don't bet on Pitt. Well, I bet for him to not cover. <laughs> <laughs> to not cover. <laughs> okay, I, I can I can allow that. I, I bet on, I bet for him to not win by twenty one points, and they blew that out of the water. Um, so Brown was quarterback this week. He had uh, he was twenty eight for thirty two, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Um, he also threw for four hundred and thirty two yards. Now. This was a total air game because the total yards on the ground for the Pitt team was under 100. Now, they did have some rushing touchdowns, but they were like three- and four-yard touchdowns. Yeah. You know, they were under 100 yards total on the ground. That's got to get better. Uh, Pitt's traveling to Syracuse for a twelve thirty kickoff this weekend. Um, now, if you remember last year's Pitt-Syracuse game, it was like a basketball score mm-hmm. that was seventy six to sixty one. Hey, I mean, that game was ridiculous. Pitt was up by fifty at the half, mm. and then Syracuse comes rolling back and ties it up. Like it was ridiculous. The game went to overtime. Yeah, yeah. There were some high scoring.
0: There, there have been a lot of high scoring games. There have
1: been. Remember that
0: Duke game a few years ago?
1: Oh, that Duke game was ridiculous. Uh And then we had Penn State this week. They played Indiana. They beat them up pretty bad, forty-five to fourteen. Uh, now, here's the thing: that Saquon Barkley, running back, uh, Heisman hopeful, there. We're talking Heisman, he's held out of the end zone and only had fifty-six yards rushing and fifty-one receiving. And that doesn't help. So that doesn't help his stakes in the Heisman race. You know what? He'll probably have a bounce bounce back week coming up. Uh, everybody's back into conference play. I think this was. I, I don't understand how they went conference play for one week and then they're back into non-conference play. That was Pitt anyway, ACC. But you know, um, you know, Penn State's they're straight Big Ten playoff the rest of the season, and no, and they finish up right there before Thanksgiving. So, um, I don't know. I I don't follow a lot of Penn State. I don't like Penn State. I'm a Pitt fan. Um, You got to watch the games that are actually on TV though, where you live. uh, That is true, unfortunately. I
0: didn't not. And now, when Penn State's playing on the Big Ten network, that's you know. That's tipping their hand a little bit that it's not that important of a game. Right. But when they're on ABC, you know, that's against Northwestern. Or, it, or
1: Michigan or Ohio State, that's well, a big Northwestern game. Northwestern this week is on ABC, so I'll, I'll be I'll be tuning in for that mm-hmm. a little bit. And uh, also, uh, we're going to take a step back, and uh, I'm going to give you one little score here from the Whippeal this weekend. Your Central Catholic boys got their
0: ass. I know. Bumped. It was on TV, too. Was, you know.
1: <laughs> what was that? F- 56 to 3? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Central Catholic's normally not that bad. I mean, I know it's high school. I mean, did they lose their recruiting aspects They here? don't... Listen, like... <laughs> they don't recruit. Bullshit.
0: Like... I call bullshit on that. They don't... Okay, but... Th- like, it's one thing to say, like, hey, I think you should go to Central. Like, we could use you on our football team. Like, they don't give full scholarships.
1: I, they don't. Uh, I don't know the intricacy workings of the Catholic schools in the area, that how they recruit and how they don't recruit. But uh, I'm sure that somebody has a job somewhere. Uh, <laughs> so, like, well, then
0: how do you explain Pine Richland being so good? Like, they have to deal with, you know, their geographic area.
1: They have a huge area to draw from, and also their coach was also uh, quarterback when I was in high school at North Hills. Yeah, um, he uh, Eric's, Eric Eric Kasparovich is a hell of a coach. Um, Mike Sasson, he's uh, on the Rivers Edge Radio Network with us um, when, when Amanda and I do a Bold Nights Out show. Uh, his brother's the offensive coordinator, Pine Richmond. Uh, their quarterback signed to Notre Dame as a sophomore. Mm-hmm. He's a senior, 6'5", 240, cut. I mean, that opening game that was on ESPN when they played whatever, whatever from West Virginia or Ohio had seven touchdowns himself, four passing, three rushing. I, I just okay. So Pine Ritzel is good. Yeah, Pine Ritzel is good.
0: <laughs> sometimes, they have been. sometimes you get you know steamrolled by good teams.
1: Yeah, you do. It's, I've watched it over the years. Whenever I played high school football, when my son played high school football. And even whenever, you know, right after I graduated, I'd keep up with it a little bit. Like, hey, I still know a couple of those guys playing. But um, that's enough of that on that aspect. We're going to go ahead and take a break right now. We're going to come back and talk about our beloved Penguins that opened up tonight. So uh, here's a little, uh, take a break. Here's a little message from our friends at Sorgatron Media.
0: Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com.
1: All right, folks, we're back after that break. Uh, so, like I said, we're going to talk some penguins because tonight was Raising of the Banners Night. Awesome. Uh, it was great. Did you get to watch the whole ceremony? No, because I had to flip back and forth
0: between that and Wheel of Fortune.
1: <laughs> you
0: know, I, I was definitely hijacking the... the let me take a little digression here. Like Wheel of Fortune has been riding Jeopardy's coattails for like my entire life. Yes. How many people would watch Wheel of Fortune if it was just like what came on? Probably not. Everyone watches Wheel of Fortune because it comes on after Jeopardy, which is the best game show. In oh, history Jeopardy's a, Jeopardy's awesome. Jeopardy's you ever go amazing. on vacation into a market where like it's Wheel of Fortune and then Jeopardy? No. It happens in some places. Wow! Apparently, like there's programming directors on, in this country that think that's a good idea. Uh, they, they need fired. Like maybe you mid, maybe you catch like the, the like final part of Wheel of Fortune because you want to be on time for Jeopardy. But you know, no one misses Jeopardy in this town anymore. But here's because the thing: it comes on the after ceremonies the
1: didn't even start till like eight o'clock. Wheel of Fortune's over. Well, there was
0: stuff at, like, 7.15. Uh, there, there was all kinds of stuff going on in the arena. You could tell, like, kind of in the background while, um, you know, I guess it was Pierre and, and Doc and Mike Milbury. Yeah, Milbury. I mean, it sucks that Edzo's, you yeah. know. Not,
1: what happened with him? He's got cancer, man. I knew he was sick. I didn't know that he was not going to be. He's fighting it. He's, he, he wants to be back. Yeah, um, I, I didn't know. I, I was like, I hope they didn't fire him because I knew he was sick. I just he's wasn't done. sure. He's, he's definitely. I, I just not wasn't fired. sure if they were uh, how they were dealing with that situation. He's
0: very versatile, you know. It's it's rare that you have the combination of like hockey knowledge and horse racing. Uh, yeah, I know. right? So yeah, like when, Edzo's I very, Edzo, very, when I saw he's welcome back anytime. But you know, yeah, when, when I saw
1: Edzo going first. out to all the horse races, I'm like, what are you talking about, Edzo? Come on. Um, so tonight, raising the banners was awesome uh if you've never been to one of those games live to see it live it's 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 excellent to watch on tv is just as awesome um of course i'd rather have been there um i don't know if you saw my pictures today on the facebook but i had a last minute heads up that said hey you might be able to get in here um if you have time go check it out you have until four o'clock to go hang out with lord stanley Where did this
0: happen?
1: Uh, At the arena. Okay. Um, They had it. It was set up for, uh, they had the, the cup was at uh, the Verizon gate entrance up Mm -hmm. in the back side of the arena where people normally don't go. Mm -hmm. And they had it all set up out there and they had the table and everything. And it was um, there for corporate events and so forth. And a friend of mine was there and they said, yeah, this is where it's at. This is not going to, you know, go to the door if they let you. Cool. If not. You know, hey, and then uh, when I got there, I talked to the security guard. It's like, yeah, come on in. Nice. I was like, sweet. He's, like, cool. he's, like, he's like, we're taking the cup down. He goes, it's going down at 4 o'clock. It's like quarter till. So, like, I'm like, thank you. Cool, cool man. So, I got to go in, get my picture taken with it, take a picture of it. I got to picture the, the the names on it for this year and last year. I think I have that elsewhere, too. but um, Or last year's, anyway. Uh, but, yeah, it was, it was awesome. I mean, anytime you're in the room with Lord Stanley is a is – It's a humbling time. No doubt. Because it's awesome. I mean, it doesn't matter how many times you see the cup, how many times you get to touch the cup. It's awesome every time.
0: I don't like touching the cup because it just means I'm never going to win one myself.
1: There's more reasons why you're not going to win a cup yourself other than just from touching it, sir. I can't skate that well. (laughs) Um, It's like me saying, like, uh, I can't touch the cup because I'm never going to win one myself. There's way more reasons I'm not going to win a Stanley Cup because touching it. Jinx me um i know the whole you know the whole background of it and everything so where do you draw the line like at what
0: point in your like hockey career do you say like yeah it's okay for me to touch this thing because let's face it you know i think once you're retired once you're retired but i mean if you're like kicking around in juniors like yeah like it's it's a tough call maryland Lemieux's
1: Lemieux's son won't even go near it he shouldn't go near it yeah right he's Lemieux's son right um now, here's the deal. Uh, they raised the banners up tonight. Fifth banner in there. It was a great ceremony. It was awesome. Now, here's... We'll get into the game a little bit. You you said you got to watch a little bit of it. You got to watch the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. The Pens came out playing fast, playing that game, playing that, you know, that speed that they that, they, that Sullivan brought into them whenever he took the team over. He got them. Work fast, work fast, work fast. Um... They yeah, had the up-tempo offense. There's lots of good offensive presence. They're crashing a net, and they were shooting the fucking puck. There was passing, yes, but anytime time anyone had a shot, they were putting pucks on net. The first five minutes of the game was all pens in the offensive zone, just slamming away at it. it, it, it great opportunities. Uh, defense for the St. Louis Blues, definitely made some really good saves because the goalie was out of position a lot. There's goalie was out of position, wide open net. And one of the defensive guys ended up coming in and just taking the puck away. I, there's no reason that puck should have went, should not have went in the net except for that defensive guy sliding in and just taking it out. Um, Couple of the guys got started early. Crosby had a goal and assist. It's always good when your captain gets that going. Yeah, he did look like the best player in the world again tonight. Yeah, he did. He was all over
0: the ice. All over the ice. Um just so effortlessly, like the way he can just like tip a puck on the net. You know, yeah. like right, just just take takes a pass, you know, you don't even think he's shooting. And then next thing you know, like even if it doesn't go in, like, you know, he's at least making the goalie accountable. And it's it's still early in the season. Um, scoring wasn't an issue tonight.
1: No, you put four goals up. You expect to win. I mean, St. Louis—they had to come back to get together overtime. Hey, they got a point tonight. Can't take that away. They got a point. Um, it's so much less stressful watching. Like
0: I, I was like watching and thinking like something's missing. Yeah, flurry. And I no, not flurry. <laughs> What's missing? Is the knowledge that, like, you really have to win this game or you're really screwed. Yeah, right? You know what I mean? Like, the last Penguins game we watched was not an elimination game for the Pens, but could have, you know, led to one.
1: Could have led to an elimination and game, And exactly. this is
0: game one of 82. This is game one of 82. So when this... you feel like you need to jump off a bridge
1: because of St. Louis scores
0: all of a sudden you you're think, a way way too. this doesn't wound.
1: actually matter. Yeah, yeah, you're wound way too tight. There's two seasons in hockey. There's the regular season and then there's playoffs. There's maybe you know. even three in this town because, like, they could just kind of tread
0: water until, you know, February, which coincidentally is when football season should end.
1: Honestly, I was telling my neighbor tonight, I was like, you know, I really start paying attention to hockey full bore when football's over. Um, and it fills the void right now mm-hmm. during the week when there's no football on. Um, pay attention before the football season ends. Like this
0: is a good team. Yeah, I do pay attention. Do, do I, yourself I, a favor, do some due diligence. Ignore hockey exactly. I don't ignore
1: it I don't ignore it completely by all means, but I'm you know, if there's a Steeler game on and a pens game, sorry, Steeler game wins right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well I mean it's all know. about the stakes. Like
0: I'm I'm I'd watch a baseball playoff game over a Penn's game. Yeah, I'm
1: watching yeah, I'm watching baseball
0: playoffs you over know. a Penn's game on a Wednesday night. My you time know. is valuable. Like I don't have time to watch inconsequential stuff.
1: Right. We have uh Schult- Schultz tonight. I was waiting to see somebody start posting memes of him like walking across the ice with a beer in his hand. Uh <laughs> you know, uh he got the first goal, got that out. Connor Sheary had a goal. And I believe I tweeted this out earlier tonight, and we'll talk about Bold Sports has its own Twitter handle now that everybody should follow. Um, Is it at Bold Sports? It's um, it's at Bold Pgh Sports. Okay. It's capital B and then lowercase l b o l d and then uh, capital Pgh and then uh, capital S and then the lowercase for the rest of sports uh, on Twitter. Um, I tweeted this out I came up with it in my head I'm like that sounds good I'm like and the tweet I think it was um, uh, nothing's a matter when Oli gets a goal <laughs> you know Ole Mata who we last saw passed out on his balcony yes Ole Mata passed out on his balcony well, guess what there. folks
0: he woke up he woke up he, he's alive he did his Ole Mata yeah.
1: duty of did, taking yeah. a penalty
0: and then making up for it with a goal Yeah,
1: yeah take a stupid penalty and then go score a goal later on. And that was a rifle shot from the blue line, too. Mm. That was no joke goal. I mean, that was a rifle shot. He went through traffic on that, and he went short side. Uh, you know, it was just, you know, great goal. Um, gave the Pens the lead at that point, and then they lost the lead again. Uh, you know, the Blues, they they look good. Yeah. I mean I, think it's I said it. a couple weeks ago, like, they they could very well be in the finals. Debbie, I mean, it's hockey. Anything can happen. We have 82 games. Um, hey, you know what? Like you said, if we lose a third of our games, we're still ahead of most of our competition. Uh-huh. You know, uh Pens are 7-1, to 3-peat for a 3-peat. Uh, they're the odds-on favorite. Behind them at 8-1 to is um, Edmonton and Tampa Bay. Wow. Uh, Tampa Bay is, is they're, they're saying Pens Tampa Bay for the Eastern Conference Finals, and uh, all the prestigious hockey writers out there are pretty much split decision on Pens and Tampa, um, on who's winning, who's losing, and going to the Cup Final, but that won't happen until June, and we're in October. Uh, so you'll,
0: you'll you'll probably see an eighty degree day before
1: you know who wins the
0: Stanley Cup. Oh, dude, you're gonna see that this weekend, apparently. <laughs> Still, I thought today was like the last. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. It was kind of sweltering out when I was like walking home to get ready for the game
1: tonight. Exactly. Like, this is hockey weather, folks. Like it's hockey. It's like the Pens are playing. It's eighty degrees. Like I I start my pen season wearing shorts. I end my pen season wearing shorts. You know, um, then again, I wear shorts here round. So what am I? Who am I kidding? We're in Pittsburgh. God sakes. Yeah. So Matt Murray tonight, he had 29 saves. Of course, he of five goals. Um It, it, it kind of sucks when your first game of the season knocks your save percentage down pretty quick because he's at uh, .853 percentage on a save percentage. That's a whole season. He's got it time. It only to matters break. if you're in a fantasy league. It, you are correct. If you know. It. Do you know how hard fantasy hockey is to keep up with? Yeah, I I've tried oh, it a couple times. I tried it. I'm like, oh,
0: uh, yeah. Every I don't, day you got to check, and you go, you got to like pick your goalie for the week based on how many starts they get, and then they might use the backup for that particular
1: game, and then you yeah, know, like and, and, unless you got like
0: Lundqvist or you know like. One of, one of these other guys who, like, never takes a day off. Yeah. I, you know, it's it's hard. Fantasy yeah, hockey's tough, man. Like, I only do fantasy football because it's like, you know, I've got one lineup that I need to set. Like, I only have to worry about it on Thursday if I got people in the Thursday games. And then I don't have to look at it again until Sunday. Sunday.
1: Yeah, yeah, right? That's fantasy football. i um, exactly, I look at my lineup, I'm like, do I need to have anybody in there specifically for Thursday? No or yes. And I make sure they're in there if I have to have them play. And then, then I worry about Saturday. Because you know what? People get injured in practice or they tweak something or whatever. Hockey, for fancy hockey, you have to... It's like a full-time job. Yeah. I mean, I know dudes that do five and six fancy football leagues with their friends in different groups like office. Mm. Like their office people... A group of friends, uh, you know, a group of the wife's friends, their their, their family, and whatnot. They're in four to five fancy football leagues. Plus, they're doing like ten FanDuel shit
0: mm-hmm.
1: on Sunday. Like, you know, I'm into it, not that much. No. Like, uh, fancy hockey, yeah, nah, I can't do that. That's that's, that's again a full time job. It is a full time job. So Matt Murray's, you know, he's Matt Murray, and we have Anthony Niami as a backup, and he's gonna. He's gonna he's gonna fill in nicely on those back to back games or those you know the late travel games, you know stuff like that where or or Murray just needs a break game, or Murray looks like shit putting the Emmy in. I because it's gonna happen. How many times? How many times did Murray start last year that he looked like shit and Flurry came in the second period, or vice versa with Flurry looking like shit and Murray comes in the second period? I I, it's gonna happen. It's hockey. Uh, Keep it going. 82 games. The, from my understanding, the Stanley Cup's gonna be in town for the remainder of the week, and then I believe it goes back to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Mm. So keep an eye on it. If you're on Twitter, follow follow the Keeper of the Cup. Twitter's where you go to find that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Even Even if you don't follow
0: the Keeper of the Cup, like there's probably five or six people who you follow who do follow it.
1: Yes. And you'll you'll find out. You'll find out. And the the only problem with following the keeper of the cup is I found out, and after meeting him and talking to Philip Pritchard, he posts on Twitter where the cup was. Where the cup was. He he does not post. Hey, where it's going to be, unless it's a nationally or not nationally, you know, announced. Hey, the cup's going to be at the Allegheny County City County Building at the atrium between these hours for everybody to come down and and he'll post that he doesn't post that it's gonna be at mario's and Southside. well that'd be on crazy a friday man. night it's crowded <laughs> enough down there man mm-hmm. they don't even let you park down there anymore like i see why but it's annoying it's crazy it's the Southside. um so what do you what so what do you like at the pen so far what'd you what'd you like tonight Like you said, the speed looked good. Crosby looked good. Um, McKeg. Oh yeah, he looked good. Faceoffs. He he had an assist too. Yeah. He had an assist tonight. I looked at the box score after that. I'm like, there's way too many assists to announce, because hockey always has two to three assists, or at least one to two per goal. You know, Um, Mulkin had two assists tonight. Yeah, he's got two points. You know, uh, looks good.
0: What I like the most about it is that they're back. Exactly. There's a banner that wasn't there yesterday. Correct. You know, yeah, they lost, but, you know, it's not like the Blues are a bad team. You know, we scored four goals. Um, Defensive breakdowns happen. It's it's not time to, like, crush Murray. I I don't think any of those goals were, like, howlers. You know, it's just yeah. just some defensive breakdowns, and the, you're going to have that. But they scored four goals. Remember how many hockey games in like the 2000s, like there weren't four goals total. Oh, early to the, even in the 90s. Yeah. So
1: they opened know. up the game for scoring. They mm-hmm. opened up the game, changed the rules to add to to get more scoring. They've succeeded. I mean, how most many- nights, I think that the Penguins can outscore
0: the other team's best effort against Matt Murray. Matt Murray's a
1: good goalie. He is two-time Stanley Cup champion. Can't take that away from him, though. I think Flurry did a lot of the work along the way. But hey, Flurry was massively <coughs> instrumental. Last year, Flurry did a lot of the work. The year before, Flurry got hot, and in hockey, you ride the hot hands of a goaltender. Absolutely. Um, when your goaltender's hot hand starts getting cold, you put the other guy in. See what happens. You know, but no problem uh, with that not at all. Alright, folks. That's uh, enough of Penguin's Talk. Right now, we're going to take a break. Come back with All Steelers. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at AwesomeCast.net Alright, folks. Hope you enjoyed that little bit from our friends at Sorgatron Media. So... Here we go. Stellars. How'd you like this week's game? Honestly,
0: I slept through the first half. Because I got up early to watch soccer. And then I fell asleep. Oh,
1: that's right. You did get the English Premier League package mm-hmm. for your house, didn't you? Well, that's just for, like, the crap games. Like, the,
0: the good games are still on regular cable. But since I like a crap team, I had to pay extra for the crap games. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. You know what I didn't do about it? I didn't go throw in a water cooler because my team is crap.
1: (laughs) We'll talk a little bit about that water cooler incident. Did you see the – speaking okay, we'll just get it out there now. Did you see the video today that um, was in the locker room? I forget who it was. One of the linemen walked over to A.B. in the locker room and was like, hey – He wants a rematch (laughs) in a Gatorade water cooler. saw it on Twitter. It was awesome. I mean,
0: it's still not as cool as Sean Rodriguez because Rodriguez... Sean Rodriguez had
1: the best water cooler incident ever. He fought
0: the water cooler as though the water cooler could, like, fight back. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, Brown just picked up a water cooler and tossed it like it was, like, you know, some little kid who was, like, sitting with his back turned. You know, Sean Rodriguez actually approached the water cooler with his fists raised in a defensive posture, and then started unloading combos as though like he had to be
1: fast and get off as many blows before the inevitable counterattack. You know what? Whenever Sean Rodriguez came back to the Pirates this year, this is how I found out that he came back, is because I didn't realize it was like a late night trade, and that they started talking about Sean Rodriguez and they said, here's our favorite Sean Rodriguez video. And they showed it over and over and over on the pregame to the Pirates. And I'm like, why do they keep showing the Sean Rodriguez video? I'm like, And then I was like, so I Googled it real quick. And he came like, he's back with the Pirates. That's awesome. Then he hit a home run, walk off home run and in, in extra innings. Yeah, was better. Awesome. That was, that was, I called better. that too. That was my, that was my only
0: successful like call all year with the Pirates you know where a guy comes up and you say he's going to hit it out of the park right right here never happened except for that one and i was just like go deep that's awesome cuz it was like dinner time and i was ready for that game to
1: So game. i mean uh, all right so antonio brown there was two times two that he was blatantly clearly wide the fuck open so he didn't get the ball Ben throws an interception. Or no, he didn't even throw an interception this week. He threw an incomplete pass, or he threw it out of bounds. That's why Brown was getting all up in arms about shit. I get it you're wide open. Ben's 6'4". All those boys on that line are 6'5", 6'6", 6'7", 6'10". Blocking for him. When that game's going full speed, he just didn't see him. That's all it is. He, he physically couldn't see the point of football is
0: to win the game. Mm-hmm. And the Steelers won, as they do most of their games with Ben Roethlisberger at the helm. Yes. So I could see where you just say, you know, you got you to gotta just relax and, you know. They let, were saying, let, let him do his the, job.
1: The reports this week was, uh Antonio Brown shows that he is a, uh, like every other wide receiver that is any ever any good that blows up. Like and they were comparing them to Terrell Owens and Chad Johnson and whatnot about those guys who were prima donnas and they were good. They knew they were good and then, you know, complained when they didn't get the ball and yeah. you're hurting my stats. You're hurting this. You know, hey, you know what? You won the fucking game.
0: Well, that's that's an interesting that you mentioned stats because I mean, AB's stats have not been that good in in any of one the games game this
1: year. Cleveland game. Well, I mean, Cleveland. Okay, your stats would have been good against Cleveland, <laughs> but as a wide receiver at five six, uh, but I, I I still won't touch that Stanley Cup. I don't want to jinx it. I get it. I understand. So I I don't know what AB's contract is. If it, I know he's got a nice contract. I don't know if it's stat related. Some contracts are stat related. If he gets extra this or extra that or whatever. Um, You know what? He apologized. Ben called him out on it. Ben's like, hey, as leader of the team, I got to call out the goods and the bads. Yeah. You know, good Um, for you. You're a captain of the team. You've been a captain of the team for years now. And yeah. Ben's
0: not just the captain of the team, though. Like, he's also for one day, like maybe a couple hours a week. Maybe like an hour. I don't know how long, but he's basically like a talk show host
1: okay. uh, on the fan on Tuesdays. So,
0: so when he says things in that show, like he tends to be a little less guarded. Um, and I think a lot of over the years, these these controversies around stuff that Ben says, you know, have have come on his talk show, and he's he's kind of wearing two hats. You know, re- remember how everyone hated um, who was it? Drumming. Ryan Clark. Bro, Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark, when he was winding down his career, was like talking out of school, like spilling locker room stuff sometimes because he, he wanted to be interesting because he wanted like a, a job post playing career as, as an analyst. You know? So, I, I, I don't want to fault Ben too much for doing that because, like, do, do you think that like the producers on the fan are like, okay, Ben, like, we need you to sit here for an hour and and say, like, next man up, any given Sunday, you know, and all
1: those other cliches, you know? Mike Tomlin does it pretty well.
0: Well, Tomlin's job
1: is different. <laughs> Tomlin's, Tom, head Tomlin's coach. not an entertainer. He's a head coach. Right.
0: And, a lot and of I, love guys... the, I love the way he referred to it. It. Yes. It's... We will deal with it. It's not it, like a thing. It is, like, the
1: thing. Right. It, I, I think it's going to be handled. Yeah, it's gonna be handled. Tomlin's gonna handle it. Cower was gonna hand- Cower was the dude. He'd handle it right then and there. He would have went over and grabbed Antonio Brown by the damn face mask and spit in his face and jot him out right on the I sideline. I don't think
0: that's the way to manage Antonio
1: Brown. No, it's not. I don't think that's gonna work. No, it's take him out to dinner, have a talk. You know, you whatever. tell him you're lucky that we didn't lose
0: because all anyone's talking about this week is how, like, the Steelers beat their division rival and you were an ass. Pretty much. And that's a much easier conversation to have than the Steelers lost two weeks in a row to inferior opponents
1: and you were an ass. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, But, by the way, Ben did go 18 for 30. 216 yards in the air, one TD, one interception. Bell. Bell's back, baby. Well, this week was his first time over 100 yards. He had 144 yards on the ground, two TDs, and he added four catches for 42 yards. So if you had him in fantasy this week, you had about a 33-point game yeah. from him. Uh, yeah. I am never high enough in the draft to get Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, you might be 0-3 having,
0: having to wait for that payoff.
1: Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> That's true. You might uh, as well
0: have drafted a suspended guy.
1: So AB a- did have a slow game. Uh, he did show his frustrations on that damn water cooler. What if he is the likes wh-
0: football and he doesn't do well at football and he gets mad, I mean, who doesn't get mad at their job occasionally? I get mad
1: at my job almost well, daily. You
0: work, you work in a field that's kind of...
1: <laughs> I don't get mad say much Say
0: it's a little bit frustrating sometimes. Yeah, it is a
1: little frustrating. And
0: it doesn't pay as well as the NFL. It
1: does not. A.B. did have four catches for 34 yards. If you had him in your fantasy league, you were like, what the hell, man? Um, on a defense, they look pretty good. Now, I've been talking this guy up since we started doing this podcast. I, and I, I, the Steelers on their on the Steelers app that I have on my lovely iPhone 7 Plus that I will never use to its fool's capability. Um, Watch the video that they had an interview with Mike Hilton. Yeah, Hilton. So, he had an interception this week. Three tackles and a sack. So, I watched a video from him. Undrafted free agent, which we all knew this. Undrafted free agent out of Old Miss. Did you know that he was cut by Jacksonville and New England in the same season last year? Uh, and then the Steelers called him. He was applying for jobs. He got a phone call uh, from the Steelers to... Come for a workout, and for a practice squad. And an hour later, he got a football a uh, a phone call from Footlocker wow. that said, "Hey, man, we want to hire you. Can you come in and we'll do some paperwork?" He goes, and he's like, "Well, um, actually, I just got a call from the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm gonna go to a workout for them and." If that doesn't go well, I'll call you later. See, I would have gone
0: and see I, that's I would have gotten and gotten hired at Foot Locker just so I would have the ref uniform to wear to my first day of Steelers practice. That's what I would have done. That would be awesome. Because when even like at the rookie minimum
1: in the NFL, well, uh, you okay. can't afford to blow off Foot Locker. Okay, well I mean here here's the thing is practice squad money is nowhere near League minimum. I think that's a whole different... Okay, grade. but still, practice squad money is, is
0: like the same amount of money that you that I would need to say, like, screw you, Foot Locker. You know, <laughs> where, what are they going to do? Like, you're blackballed from working at Foot Locker because
1: you, you had the audacity to go try to make more than, like, $13 an hour. right? Mike Hilton, though, he was all over the field last week. He, he was... It says he only had three tackles. He didn't... And I, I think he had one assist. Um... He was all over the field. You thought he was in just about every play. You don't want your corners making that many tackles. True. You want the guys up on the front making a tackle where I'm gonna get into this guy's Ryan Shazir. He had ten tackles, three assists, and an interception. Those are the guys you want making the tackles. Um You want that yeah, the front four and your linebackers. You don't want the ball going past ten yards. He goes past ten yards, there's issues. It almost makes
0: me happy that like Ziggy Hood and Lawrence Timmons are gone because like if they were like still around we wouldn't have we wouldn't have even drafted Shazier and Hayward.
1: You know Ziggy Hood was a bust. Total bust. I mean he's Total still playing. Bust. He's Where's, still playing. Who's he playing with? Did he go back to college? No. <laughs> no.
0: He's 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 somewhere. Like I I know he's in the league somewhere.
1: I gotta look this up. I, I, Washington, maybe. I think that's where he went after the Steelers. I mean, the you know, like the,
0: the, the um Hayward to it, Shazier, Watt. I mean Timmons. I was kind of Timmons was good. Yeah, he was. He was overshadowed by Woodley until Woodley left. And then for a couple years, Timmons was like the the best like pass coverage guy
1: in their linebacking core. So he is Ziggy Hood is with the Redskins currently. Uh, drafted by the Steelers in two thousand nine. Does he have that Super Bowl ring? Or no? He came right after that, right? Yeah, he would have been after that. Yeah, because they won a, the Super Bowl was February of nine. He was <laughs> drafted in nine. He was nine to thirteen with the Steelers, Jacksonville fourteen and fifteen. Chicago Bears for 15. Um, I guess he was traded mid-season there. Or he was cut and picked back up. Redskins, he's 2016 to present with the Redskins. Yeah, I totally forgot about him. But moving forward, the Steelers are in pretty good shape. You know, they're keeping James Harrison... I'd like to see him get a little more playing time, maybe more Me third, down, maybe more third downs, stuff like just, that. Just something to mix it up. A yeah, little something bit. to mix it up a little bit. But you know what? You got Chickalo, man. He's he's all over the field right now. He's doing great. Maybe they should start running one of those like West Virginia like six linebacker defenses. Six line now. Uh, wow, wow. What'd you do? Put three guys on the line and <laughs> yeah, you, you get three guys down.
0: You got a bunch of guys in the middle, and then you play like man in the secondary. Try it against a team with, you know, bad receivers, <laughs> weak wide receivers. I'm not, I'm not saying like bust it out against New England, but you know, maybe next time you play Cleveland,
1: you the know. last game of the year against Cleveland in Pittsburgh, when hopefully nobody's playing. Yeah. When hopefully like they start like I want to see a three-five-three. In the NFL, you, you, with the way the way teams just chuck the ball around anymore, like why not? I, you're right. I mean, a lot of those, a lot of those, you know a lot of those passes are only ten yards. Just get these fast linebackers. I mean, you got you
0: got linebackers going downfield anyway in coverage. You just made me think, a You just made
1: me think of the defense that we played in high school baseball. My, my high school baseball coach. <laughs> He did the fly-trap infield. I've seen that before. I the, mean, I've read about it. Yeah, the, the, we yeah. did the fly-trap infield where you move your first baseman over to play in the second baseman spot, your third baseman over in the shortstop area, and you push your second baseman out into shallow right, and you push your shortstop out into shallow left. And, you know, uh, and you have that, the, they call the fly-trap infield where you can still, uh, you know, a hard-hit ground ball, you're still getting out at first. You know, you're going to get those short pot flies. I don't know. It it was weird. It was okay. I mean, I was either... I was either... When we were doing that, I was either on the mound or in right field. So... I once played on a Little League team that had a severe attendance problem. (laughs) And... We weren't very good. Well, you have to have eight to play. No kids didn't
0: show up because we weren't good.
1: You have to have eight to play.
0: Well, technically no. Um... Cause I remember one game where they were like, "Matt, play deep short," <laughs> and also if the ball gets hit to center or right, go chase it and throw it <laughs> back to the catcher. Oh, oh wow, that must have been. Well, you did grow up
1: in Edgewood, so
0: this, you know what? I, yeah, this was uh, <laughs> this was in the Sacred Heart League, though.
1: Like there were enough kids. Okay, you know. So Just we got. Didn't draft well enough. So so the Steelers are playing Jacksonville this week. Now, for some stupid reason, I don't have any stats on this whatsoever. I remember Jacksonville being a pain in our ass mm-hmm. over the years. Well, they used to be a divisional opponent. Right. And, and then they, they used really to have Fred Taylor and Mark Brunel. Uh, but but then the most recent that we had issues with them was, we had Tomlin's first year or second year that, we lost in an overtime playoff game to them. Maurice Jones. Oh, God. Ma- that was the Maurice Jones Drew. Uh, Maurice Jones Drew was the running yeah. back. And was uh, Mathis was that was at safety or cornerback that mm-hmm. had a couple interceptions and ran one back for a touchdown. I mean, Maurice Jones Drew was awesome. I mean, yeah. And, and you talk about going back when, you know, Burnell and Fred Taylor. And uh, God, that is the only two names I know from that era. But didn't Jacksonville go to, they didn't go to the Super Bowl, but they were the playoff. You know the AFC Championship, right? I don't remember. They've never been to a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, there's only so many teams that any more that haven't gone to a Super Bowl. Um, there's only a few left that haven't gone to the Super Bowl, and there's uh, a handful plus left that never won a Super Bowl. Um, so who's, like Detroit, uh, Philly, Detroit. Philly's been to the Super Bowl, right? Right, but never won. Okay, okay. okay so, so we'll just go with never going to a Super Bowl. I, I, Jacksonville's got me on that list. Jackson, I'd say Jacksonville, Philly. No, not Philly. Jacksonville,
0: Detroit, um, Texans. Hmm.
1: Feels like I've seen most of them play in the Super Bowl, if not winning. Cleveland Browns, Detroit Lions, Houston Texans, and Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, Browns, I forgot about the Browns. Yeah, they've never been to a Super Bowl.
0: I, should, I mean, I knew that. Like, I, I feel like we just we've already exhausted our supply of like Browns daggers. This episode, we don't want to cut them too much.
1: That's a bad chart. I, it, it's got bad. I can't even read that you don't want to be on that chart. Oh man. So, you know, I almost um So, what are your keys? What do you think your keys this week are to beat the Jaguars? Just keep feeding Bell. Yes. Definitely. Keys to Jags as I have right here is run the ball. They're the 32nd ranked run defense team. Um D-Bell, and
0: let's work James Connor into it. You know, the, um... Here, here's all the proof I need that people weren't boycotting the Steelers this week. When, like, when I went grocery shopping after the game, and the guys, like, stalking the dairy were, like, standing there breaking down the Steelers' run game to anyone within earshot, like, those guys are definitely not boycotting. And what they had to say was they want to see more James Connor. So... I think Coach Tomlin, Coach Haley, you know, if they if they care anything for the workers at Coons Market on Banksville Road, I want to see more James Conner and more Levy on Bell.
1: Yes. Uh also I have is uh you know,
0: don't piss off A B. That's hard though, man. <laughs> people like him, you can't you can't base your life around not pissing him off because,
1: you know, He's he's very uh, mercurial, if you will. Also, I have keeping Ben protected. That offensive line's got to keep him protected. Um, And on D, you got to keep Leonard Fournette uh, contained. Yeah. I mean, that dude's running over everyone. Yeah. And we saw what happened in the Bears game. Well, we also, yeah, that. And also, we saw what happened whenever the Jaguars played in London. You know, they Mm -hmm. played in London and and they had. we, we, they they beat the hell out of Baltimore. Baltimore, forty-four to something stupid. Yeah, ridiculous. All right, Matt. Here you go. Teams that have never won a Super Bowl: Eagles, Falcons, Cardinals, Bills, Panthers, Bungles, Browns, Lions, Texans, Jags, Vikings. Chargers, Titans, those are teams that have never won a Super Bowl. And that's 13 teams that have never won a Super Bowl, but there's only four that have never appeared in a Super Bowl. Man, it's a shame the Chargers are not on that
0: shorter list of five that have never won. That was the most crushing
1: Steeler game ever. Well, wait, didn't they go to the Super Bowl when Dan Fouts was quarterback? Didn't they go and lose? I I have no idea. I know they went ninety four. Whenever they they had Stan, no Humphrey, Stan Humphreys. Stan Humphries, they had no chance in that Super Bowl. I I
0: remember I I played pickup basketball. That you, you know what the half of that game you, you know what was the here's the thing
1: with that Super Bowl. If the Steelers would have went, they would have that Super Bowl. Too. They're going against the Niners. Steve Young, Steve Young got the monkey off his back. Mm-hmm. You know. Jerry Rice, uh... Yeah, no, I mean, I, was, I
0: mean, it was... That was an era where the AFC was, like, the stepchild.
1: Yeah. I Every mean, year. Like, I it mean, didn't matter the matchup. The NFC team was better. Well, because that was right after... That would have been... That was right after Buffalo went to four straight losses. That would have been... The, the Yeah, because the Chargers went in 94. That was after Buffalo went 90, 91, 92, 93... Four straight losses. Yeah, you know the charge. You know Buffalo lost to, to the Giants, the Redskins, and the Cowboys twice. I mean, <laughs> those Cowboys teams are pretty stacked, but the
0: you know Redskins, Giants, like those, either one of those games could have easily been a Bills instead of you know the outcome that we had. And
1: then they went. They and then they won uh, against the Colts and went to that Super Bowl ninety five, uh, January ninety six. And, uh, you know, they lost to Dallas. That was Neil O'Donnell throwing, you know, when you make a cornerback as the MVP of the Super Bowl, it, there's issues. Big issues. Uh, and then the following year, they went to the ACC Championship again, and that's when they lost to John Elway. And John yeah. Elway went and got his ring, you know, uh, against uh, Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, so, and I mean, if we haven't broken your hearts enough, like let me just add Francisco Cabrera. Uh,
0: there you go. And 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 this concludes our episode of things that
1: make are sad. So I run into Sid Bream on occasion. Yeah, <laughs> he still lives in Pittsburgh. Sure, yeah. You know, I run. He into likes Sid, it here. I run into Sid Bream on occasion. Every time I run into him, I look at and, you know, I, I look at him like Sid. as like, you are awesome. I was like, I'll still never forgive you for nineteen ninety two, and he's like, a lot of people have it. It's okay. He's fine. Though, so I mean. so then I run into him again. And I, I look at him and I was like, Sid, this is look, I says, remember last time I ran into you? I says, never forgive you for 1992. I says, I went home and thought about it. It wasn't your fault. Yeah. You did your job. You're just running. You did your job.
0: It's on, you're on base. You know what? the guy hits the ball and in baseball, there's so and you many, start running.
1: There's so many things that were wrong with that game. You know, why would you bring in Stan Belinda? In that aspect, when Wakefield was, was primed and ready in the bullpen, he was a knuckleballer. He had, you know, there. Barry Bonds' candy-ass arm out of left field, not charging the ball, letting it come to him and his candy-ass arm out of left field. Uh, how about the uh, uh, few balls that got through the infield that shouldn't have been through the infield? Uh, booted plays. It, if you, t- I know we're talking, what, 25 years ago at this point, whatever it is. It, it never stops hurting. It never stops hurting. I made a comment to the day. I ran to Sabrina, and I was like, hey, I told it wasn't your fault. That it, uh, there's so much other stuff going on. And I made a post about it on Facebook, and, and my dad, you know, said, you know, it's been 25 years ago. Let it go. And other friends of mine jumped on my dad. I was like, you can't let it go. Like, you <laughs> just... And I had, I had another friend of mine that was like... You know, he goes, I've spent the last 20-some years breaking that whole game down into segments. It's just, yeah. I and mean, we got off topic there. I apologize, but...
0: <sighs>
1: Things that make us sad. Yeah. You started with Neil O'Donnell, and it just kind of spiraled down from there. And you could even go to the 93 Pens at that point. 93 Pens, <sighs> oh. the
0: logjammer's gone, everything's horrible. Oh, gosh. But the Steelers are going to... Beat the Jacksonville Jaguars this weekend, and everything's gonna be
1: better. It will, it will, and the Pens are gonna get on their roll, and hopefully, somebody hits Bob Nutting in, when he's crossing the street one day. Um, but <laughs> on no, no, have you read him. his
0: will yet? Before you go wishing for that, no, I. For all for all we know, he's bequeathed the Pirates to somebody who's like even even more of a tight ass.
1: I don't. I don't know who that could be. Like, Grover Norquist. I mean, he... I mean, it's probably gonna be in his family somewhere. I mean... Yeah, you know, I would assume so. Uh, but maybe... Maybe he's got,
0: like, a nephew who, like, loves throwing money around. And, like, got cut from his high school baseball team and has, like, some issues there and wants to, like, you know... I love it. Maybe. You never know. I got
1: cuffed from my high school probably, baseball team. And it's team. sad that
0: that's our best hope for you know the what? Pirates. I
1: got cuffed from my high school baseball team and I was, and I was picked, you know... Whatever, whatever. In high school, people, are like, I'm going to go ahead and buy a World Series ring right yeah. now, like the '97 Marlins. But I don't have enough money to buy a good team, so I'm going to buy the Pirates. No, no, I'm going <laughs> to the Pirates, but I'm going to go ahead and like, I'm going to go spend all this money and like get these guys over here, and we're going to build one team, and we're going to just, just man I want and share sell it. What if he like inherits
0: the Pirates, but like he knows they're not good enough to win, so he like sells them? And then, like, uses the money to, like... Sell him
1: to Mark Cuban. He could,
0: like, sell the Pirates and invest invest the money in, like, I don't know. The Yankees.
1: An (laughs) exchange-traded fund. And then, like, cash out in 10 years and buy a real team. Sell (laughs) the Pirates to Mark Cuban, whoever is the heir. (laughs) So, all right. We're going to go ahead and go right into our NFL Picks of the Week. Matt. We have bye weeks, so we're short a few games because there's four teams on a bye. Okay. Um, Patriots at the Bucks—that's our Thursday night game. That's in—that's uh, in Tampa. Who you liking, dude? Belichick, New
0: England—they got to get back on track.
1: I don't see them losing two in a row. Two and
0: three is not a place where you see the Patriots under Brady and Belichick. So I'm—I'm I'm going New England.
1: So am I. How about the Jaguars and the Steelers? You know we're taking the Steelers, Steelers. on that. That's, not, that's a no-brainer. Well, why would we even ask
0: that question? Because you like, be, would be like, biased if we didn't at least think about it.
1: You know? True. Bills at the Bungles. I have A.J. Green on my fantasy team. Andy Dalton was sick last week, man. And the Bills beat up uh, somebody last week that was that sort of... Where's that score? I did not have Buffalo last week. Ah, uh, the Bills beat the Falcons. Yeah. Mm. You know what? I'm going to take the Bills on this. If you're going to take the Bills, I'm taking Cincinnati. Sounds good. Jets and Browns in Cleveland. Doesn't matter, Jets. Ugh. <laughs> We're both going jets. Until they
0: prove me wrong, until until they
1: demonstrate otherwise. The Jets have been looking good recently too. I don't know what's up with that. Well, it's not that's not gonna last. I mean I mean, it's not gonna end against the Browns. Did you see the pictures online that there was actually a dumpster fire at Cleveland Browns Stadium? No, I didn't. There's pictures all over there. There's, there's a, a, an actual dumpster fire. I'm sure it was <laughs> intentionally set. And I'm sure whoever said it was disappointed that it didn't get Can you believe when Amanda and I go up to Cleveland every year for Thanksgiving? Because my aunt and uncle live in Cleveland. I'm going for Thanksgiving. We go up a day or so early, so we just go eat and drink around the city. Because they actually have some really good restaurants. Oh, sure. Really good bars, really good breweries. Yeah. Can you believe she she won't let me go down and pee on (laughs) the stadium? You shouldn't. (laughs) <laughs> you really shouldn't
0: I don't know I don't know what the laws In Ohio are I don't that. know what they are like, either Some states Like you end up On like a list and I know gotta, like, Yeah Tell all your neighbors I'll never be allowed So yeah Don't do that
1: I'll never be allowed To leave a brown stadium again You know Whatever They'll kick that's me out not a, That's not a punishment I mean They'll kick me out of Ohio well, that, that maybe But like I mean That's really a lot from of the Browns I mean, I mean lot There's of a, there's some cool things In Ohio There's so, like so many Columbus. Cool things in Ohio Like Columbus And, Columbus. and uh, Put in Bay um, Bay, uh the Rock Hall. Yeah, the Rock Hall. Thing. That's um, awesome. Nelson's Ledges. Ah, the Ledges. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's cool stuff in Ohio. So we got Panthers and Lions. That's going to be in Detroit. You know what? I'm a coin flip on that one. Seriously. Lions. You're on Lions? I love
0: the Lions. I'm
1: going to go I'm Panthers. I'm going to pick them every week. I'm going to go Panthers. That's
0: that's my handicap since I'm up a week. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm up a, <laughs> what, one game on you? You're up one game. I'm I'm going to pick the Lions every week.
1: Niners Colts. Ugh, Ugh. Brutal. Give me the Colts. Ah, uh, I was thinking that too, especially since they just had that nice win this week. Titans and Dolphins in Miami. Titans. Titans. I'm going Titans too. Chargers Giants? You know what? Here's my handicap. I'm taking the Giants. Bad teams. I'm taking the Giants. They're We're, fucking where due. Where they playing? In New York. Yeah, they're due. No, the I, Giants are yeah. due. I picked up the fancy. their fourth running back on my fantasy team. I picked up the fourth running back, um, Gallad. I don't even know how to pronounce his name right now. He's that far deep in their depth <laughs> chart. But he's the only one that showed any promise. And last week he had, like, you know... Uh, yeah, he had, like, seven, you know, 48 yards on, like, you know, seven carries. But, I mean, you know, whatever. I, I'm going Giants. You, same. Same. Jesus. I can't pick the Chargers. I know, right? Cards and birds. Cards and eagles. The Battle of the Birds here. Where is that? In Philly. Eggs. You're going eagles. I'm going eggs cards. I'm going cards. Eagles. How about Seahawks and Rams? Rams. Yeah. Taking Rams, too. I'm bandwagoning the Rams hard. Ravens and the Raiders. Ooh, in no, the black hole. In the black hole, but no Derek Carr. No Derek Carr. Um, Crabtree's, Crabtree's injured. Out. He's not out, but he's injured. They expect him to play, but expect him to be limited. Ooh. Uh, it's a tough one. They got Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. And they got what what's his name? EJ? Uh and then, you know, uh Amari, EJ Manuel is their quarterback. EJ Manuel is their quarterback, Amari Cooper. Uh I can't do it, man. I can't go silver and black this week. I'm going silver and black. Right. Matt's gone you're going Ravens. Yeah. Fucking traitor. No. Nah. <laughs> nah. It might be a smart pick.
0: I mean I almost picked them last week. Now that makes me a traitor. Uh,
1: did you pick them last week? You did pick I them didn't. last week. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I am like, wait a minute, you did pick them. Last I thought
0: week. I thought I felt dirty from
1: like Wednesday through Sunday. Uh, Should have went to a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> Packers and Cowboys in the Big D. Who you liking there? It's a tough one. I'm going Packers. Packers. I'm yeah. going boys, man. I don't know what it is. They can't. They're 2 and 2. I mean, they can't afford to lose, but it's. it's. But Green they're Bay. playing Aaron
0: Rodgers. Green Bay's going to the Super Bowl, so. Shush, your
1: mouth. I don't want to have another fucking Green Bay Pittsburgh Super Why Bowl. Why not? Let's rematch it. No. I don't want that. Cause I fear Aaron Rodgers. Well, <laughs> I fear Aaron Rodgers. If you
0: fear Aaron Rodgers, then you would also fear Tom Brady.
1: Oh, I, I I really fear Tom Brady. But we gotta we gotta get Tom Brady to get to Aaron Rodgers. We might actually get to play the Patriots at home now. They uh, have two losses, and we play them at home regular season. Yeah. And I told you beginning of this. Whoever wins the game between the Steelers and the Patriots regular season. That's where the Super Bowl is going through. It's a ways off. I don't want to get too out of ourselves. Yeah, anything
0: can happen any given Sunday, right? Right. And by that logic, I'm still taking the Packers.
1: Awesome. So how about your Chiefs? the Chiefs and the Texans, man? I'm riding the Chiefs. Ooh. I'm riding the Chiefs. Is that it? Where is that game? In Houston. In Houston. I'll take the
0: Texans. I know that's not a popular
1: pick, but got to make it interesting. And here's one that uh, should we should both just, just say, fuck it. We're picking the Vikings. Vikings and the Bears. In, oh, yeah. In Chicago. Yeah, yeah. We're both taking the Vikings on that one. All right, our picks are locked in. You should lock those in, too. Um, and on the ones that Matt and I picked separate, Matt's got the better record right now. So. Right now. You know, it's still early. We were both nine and seven last week, so I mean, yeah, which yeah. is mediocre. Which is mediocre, exactly. I mean, it's like you know, hitting two hundred in baseball. But you know what? You go hit two hundred in baseball, and you still get paid a million a year or more. Two hundred? Yeah, you gotta have a glove. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you hit three hundred in baseball, you're getting paid ten million a year. <laughs> yeah. Or you could go play for the Pirates for like seven and a half.
0: <laughs> There's that. If they pay it, I feel like every segment this week is somehow devolved to the pirates. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I this is the death rattle of the pirates' twenty seventeen season.
1: Pretty much, yeah. We'll see you in Bradenton. We'll see you in Bradenton next spring. You know, what my favorite time in Bradenton is when Doc Emery gets to announce games. Oh yeah, that's my They're favorite. He's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. He's you know, and he's a pirates fan, which is yeah. awesome.
0: Which is yeah, it's good. I mean, there were, there were rumors that he was going to do more, more games.
1: He did, he did a regular
0: was, season game. He did a regular season game, but there, there were rumors that he was going to do, like, a limited number of games, you know, before they hired Joe Block. Right. That, like, Doc Emmerich, well, he can't do, like, you know, the full 82 games. Yeah, you know, right. Of, like, it would have been awesome if he schedule, Or, you know, like, the road schedule or whatever. But some of them. Yeah. Uh, he is technically semi-retired. From the play-by-play voice of the Devils, you know that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So He's, he does. He only does ample handful of Devils games a year. For him to pick up the Pirates games would have actually been like the opposite of retiring.
1: Correct. Um, and trust me, it's it's a it's a tough job. One me? final note before we go, uh, we do have to say one good thing about the Pirates. Uh, oh, the Puerto Rico. The Puerto Rico. Uh, yes. The, the no, Puerto. The, the Puerto Rico. Um, uh, donation events the mm. last two days that were uh, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, they did for those two days. Awesome! I know uh, some of my friends on Twitter I saw uh, took cases upon case. And one guy he's like, "I'm donating 21 cases of water," mm. and he said took down 21 cases of water. Um, the players were down there helping unload cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, people showing up, bringing you know daily needs, toiletries. Uh, water was a big one. Paper towels. You know, stuff that you and I take for granted that people don't have right now. Yeah. Um, clothing. Uh, I don't know what the restrictions were, if it had to be, you know, sealed or new or whatever. I mean, I could probably went through my closet and probably pulled out at least one kitchen trash bag full of clothing. Yeah. Um, you know, the big, big ups to them. They got a lot of donations on that. Uh, the Pirate family pulled that through. That just
0: proves how important the Pirates are to the, fact it does. the city that they're able to, you know, get people to organize something like that. I mean, you know, the Red Cross can organize. Um, Definitely. You know, brothers, brother is another good charity that, that sends a lot of aid to these areas that have been hit by the storms. Uh, but for a baseball team, you know, to be able to do that and to inspire their fans to come out and help, and for all the players to be that involved—that like, is commendable.
1: And this was the—and this was through, I, I believe, the Roberto Clemente Foundation mm-hmm. was part of this. And of course, Roberto Clemente, for those of you that are too young to remember, because um, I'm too—I'm too young—I'm too—I young. too, wasn't alive. Yeah. But I learned history. You know, he died on a relief mission to an earthquake in his homeland, the Dominican Republic. No, it was it was in Nicaragua, but Nicaragua, Dominican. I, I thought it was he, Dominican. He was, he
0: was flying to Nicaragua. Um, I thought just, it was Dominican. just to help it. it had, that's the thing; it wasn't his home. Okay, and that and he was just he was just trying to help people in need. You know, he he you know he wasn't not not that there's anything wrong. Like if it had been
1: you know his people, his town, but right. he
0: was looking out for someone else.
1: Yeah, and, and the plane went down. Know, the Plane and went down, and crash site. They never found his body.
0: They never you know, found. Finished with exactly three thousand hits. Um, you know how much more could it have been? You know, and uh, you know he's revered in this town. Definitely. And, like part of the reason we love him here is because of his humanitarian work. So the fact definitely, that, you know, we're given a little bit back to to you know the Puerto Rican uh, situation is it's great. You know, kudos to the Pirates for being involved in that. Um, but don't wait for the Pirates. You know, if
1: you haven't already, like, if there's something you can do to help out, do it. You can uh, you can text a certain number to donate $10 They charge on your phone bill. Um, that's easy. You know, that's easy. That's yeah. like your taxes every every month on your phone bill. Pretty much. Uh, all right, folks. You guys all have a good week. Get out there and uh, watch some college football. Pens are back. There's going to be games, two to three Pens games a week yeah uh pens are back uh college football course runs thursday friday saturday saturday from like noon until 2 a.m yeah you got you know yeah you got nfl nfl's thursday sunday and monday and playoff baseball we're in playoff baseball right now which is exciting baseball to watch this is a great time of year nba's starting up i guess if you're an nba fan Friday night, USA versus Panama, World Cup
0: qualifying. World Cup qualifying. Very, very important that we get a good result.
1: I don't know anything about soccer and qualifying. You don't know qualifying. anything about
0: soccer, but you love America. I love
1: America. And you don't want us to be kept out of the World Cup. America. America. All right. Have a good week, folks. Enjoy it. Watch a lot of sports. Tweet us about it. And just remember, always root for your favorite team and keep it black and gold. USA. Hey, Yins, thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media, on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend with the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve SteveFernald on Twitter, at MMTacey on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag Bold Sports. Bold Pittsburgh on the Facebook, or... BoldPGH.com